To our esteemed audience, thank you all for joining us on today's episode of Inside the Gambler Studio. I am your host, father, husband, lover, weekend pescatarian, social media hermit, and known by some as the Codemaster, Carlin First. For the first time in years, we are recording in front of a live theater audience. But since this is not a performance, nor is this an act, but the earnest bearing of the soul of an artist, and out of courtesy for those with sensory sensitivity, we have asked the audience not to applaud, but to instead use jazz hands to express their acclaim. On today's episode, I am joined by my usual co-hosts, editor, audio engineer, and co-producer of the Grocery Gamblers podcast, hair model, fecal artist, and doggy daddy, the dude man, Peter Vottlenix Jr. Welcome, Peter. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. What a nice audience. And our other co-host, mixologist, storyteller, rock and roll musician, formerly of bands such as Ghost Stories, Good Knives, Answer the Call, The Customers, and Aztec Tribe Cholos. <laughs> the self-titled Indian Frankenstein himself, Sean Jordan. Welcome, Sean. Hello, Carlin. Good to see you. Sorry. Are, <laughs> are you the doctor or are you the monster? Um, you know, it's really none of anyone's business, and I'm really tired of people asking me that. And finally, we have a truly special guest on today's show. An actor, writer, director, producer, dancer, acrobat, and entrepreneur. Founding member of the Platt Brothers, of whom, when they appeared on America's Got Talent, Piers Morgan said, You've got the sex appeal for the ladies, which is never a bad thing. I think he overlooked the gay male admirers you might also have. But that quote was from 2009, and I'm sure Piers has changed his ways. You may also know him as Sergeant Gardner Grail from the CW show Black Lightning, or as QA specialist who gets his throat slit by a rogue host in Westworld. <laughs> or as armored truck driver who checks out Amy Smart's buttocks in the mid-season canceled CBS heist series, Smith. Or more recently, as Checkpoint Mercenary Number 2, who gets obliterated by Dwayne The Rock Johnson in Black Adam. And many, many, many more members of the military or law enforcement. Let's all give a warm round of jazz hands to Mr. Boone Platt. Welcome, Boone. It is an honor and a pleasure. <laughs> oh, man. You're going to do this the whole time, huh? <laughs> no. That was just one big block. I, I've got a few other things, but they're much smaller. Okay. Oh, I oh, haven't had to mute I myself just want, I, just want, I, would, I would very much like to clarify, this is not a video podcast. No one gets nope. it. This is we, it's purely our benefit that you're dressed fully like James Hunt. <laughs> yes. Complete I, with a circle beard. I've got a beret because I didn't have a bald cap and a scarf because... How unlike you to not have a bald cap already. <laughs> oh. Oh, I, 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 I'm kind of sad that you did mute yourself, Pete, but I don't know if I would have gotten through that if, if you hadn't. 
Yeah, that was that was for everyone's benefit. I don't think I've muted myself that long ever. Oh, <laughs> I when I for reals thought you were gonna do this the whole time, and I had like a little bit of sweat welling up the back, <laughs> on my on my back. I'm like, dude, this is he's going for it. Holy shit! <laughs> I'm not drunk enough for this. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, oh, well, man. welcome everybody again to Inside the Gambler Studio. Aside from interesting conversations with artists of both screen and stage, our program is also known for trying and reviewing food and drinks. Today, we are recording live from the Jason Mraz Theater in beautiful Ojai, California. And before the show, this venue was hosting a Goop corporate team offsite with my dear friend and business doula, Gwyneth Paltrow, who graciously offered us the leftovers from their closing gala. I entreat you all, to indulge in this spread of positively appetizing, cruelty-free vegan seafood. So, Pete, jazz hands, everyone. That's right. Stay silent, audience. <laughs> Silence! <laughs> so, boom. For the people, people at home, you cannot tell. Sean is giving everyone the stink eye. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, listeners. This is your host, Pete. To see pictures of the items in today's episode, please check out our Instagram at GroceryGamblersPod. Now, let's get back to the action. Boone, have you seen anything like this spread on any set that you've been on? Uh, you know what? They there are actually some really goofy vegan products that get added to like uh, crafty pretty often. There's usually something like either because someone will uh, there will be an actor on set that will request something specifically, or because even now, like 2023, people are still like trying to accommodate vegans without really knowing how like the best way to do it. So finding mm-hmm. things like <laughs> I would I would say nothing like. The spread that we have in front of us, but a, a similar uh, caliber. <laughs> oh, well, we've this all is one of the most upsetting things I've ever looked at. Oh <laughs> yeah, you haven't taken out of the package yet. Uh, That's when <laughs> things get exponentially worse. Uh, I'm, wait, I'm waiting till we get to that. Mine still. I, I opened the box and I was like, "Oh no, nope. wait till we get there." <laughs> well, I, I think we should start with the uh, the cooked portion of our meal. Um, does anyone have the package on hand? I do. I got All it. right. So, Peter, do you want to introduce this item? Sure thing. So, today we are having plant-based mini crib cakes, CR, apostrophe B, tender, flaky, mini plant-based bites with a crispy crunch that are swimming in flavor. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> I can't nope. wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've I've made a vegetarian. Do we get to guess what the uh, what the apostrophe is for? If it's uh if it is A is in crab or if it is crib cakes, could be anything. Or really could. It's anybody's game. Yeah, I mean, I've had a disgusting vegan ball before, sometimes battered, sometimes uh, you know, fried. Hmm. And this is this is this is one of them. This this is okay. Yeah, yeah this fine. is perfectly fine i'm not offended we've we've put a lot worse thing a lot worse things in our body this brand Gardein, yeah um this is a pretty this is a staple at the grocery outlet and it, it's pretty funny solid. to me Gardein, I've, 
They're yeah, good. This, this fits in with the uh, line of what I would say. They, they have a, a long storied history of making just terrible shit. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> in my opinion. Gardein is like, I think it's tough to find anything good in, in, in their lineup. I haven't tried their new, like, ultimate. Uh, they have a, like the ultimate series, ultimate chicken, ultimate <laughs> burger, that sort of thing. I've had the ultimate burger and it's not bad, I have to say. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't I've I haven't sampled as much as you probably. Yeah, well, Ooh, how's so that it, aftertaste treating you? It just tastes like a fried, like it, it just tastes like a fried one, like not a fish product, but like a potato adjacent product. But have you ever have you ever been hungover and had some French fries left over from the night before that have ketchup near them already? And mm-hmm. you just kind of be like, I gotta, ha- I need something in here because it's just, I need, I have to believe in hope. And then you eat it. That's what it tastes like. There's that dry, <laughs> stale ketchup and an ancient, ancient as the uh, ancient, by the way, of French fries, French fry. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that, I, that's how I would describe the aftertaste of this. Oh, oh yeah. That's the thing is I haven't had fish in so long to me that the aftertaste it tastes like bad fish, but it tastes like fish to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're definitely trying to simulate the fish, which is interesting. It's like 25% of the way to a real crab cake in terms of fishiness. And it's definitely got like a textured vegetable protein sponginess on the inside yep. uh, with like little bits of uh, kind of like the dehydrated um, chunks of pepper or onion that you'll get in like uh, an instant yeah. ramen. Oh, yeah. The vegetables, uh, you mean? Well, <laughs> the and, vegetables, yeah. And like, and what we're having right now. So, like, I had it on its own, and then I made like a little, uh, t- like, wannabe tartar sauce. Dipping it in that, I was like, boom, way better. Oh, interesting. And then on the back, plant-based crib cake, uh, uh, crib tacos with cilantro slaw. Like, that's like, like what this basically feels like to me is like this is an ingredient you need to put. You need to eat this with other things. You need other sauce. Flavors. Exactly. I got a I got a nice spicy cocktail sauce, which makes it much better. Yeah. I'm going in dry, boys. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's funny though, I feel like it's been so Boone, this was totally like an a not, a not it wasn't an intentional bit for us, but I feel like for easily three to four months last year, we everything we try like every episode had something from Conagra brands, Conagra Foods. Conagra? And like yeah. now now we're back on Conagra was back on our radar. Yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, I was wondering what the uh, what the parent brand was. Yeah, of Gardein. So this brand Global Gardein. Core. What's yeah. what's like funny? What's funny for me with them is I discovered them through the grocery outlet. Like I've tried like their various chicken stuff, and it's like it's passable. Of like you know, like like I was telling you earlier, being like you know I work from home a lot, so it's kind of like it's easy just like kind of set it and forget it, like set a timer and kind of go do other shit <clears throat> stuff. And it's, it's fine, you know. It's fine. That's it's exactly how I feel. Yeah. Perfectly yeah. fine. But I was introduced to Gardein and like the stuff I've tried from them through grocery outlet and grocery outlet prices. So <laughs> when I saw them in normal grocery stores and I was like, they want $8 for that shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I, I feel like also like- Gardein must have some inroad with like, Cisco or one of those big food distributors. Cause I think it's one of those things that gets in all of these restaurants. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like these mom and pops that don't have a vegan option. Like, what do you mean we need a vegan option? All right, get a, get a chicken patty, get a, a burger yeah. patty, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. Gardein is somewhere on that list of like, I mean, okay. It's Conagra. 
ConAgra yeah. is like they're like they're a huge yeah. multinational yeah. corporate. You know, like food. all of these, Dang. all of these big brands that you find in the store in the freezer aisle, or like your silks of the world. They're all owned by some Weyland Yutani, like <laughs> mega corporation. They all yeah. live in a fucking pyramid and well, like, drive um, flying I'm, cars around. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're thinking of Tyrell, but um, yeah, no, it's it's funny. You can go to like kind of more low rent bars and restaurants, and you can kind of tell like, oh, these guys have Cisco. Oh, these guys go to uh, go to Costco. You can like, mm-hmm. you can generally kind of tell like. Like at the Miz, we all, we went to everything because we did in such bulk. We went to Costco and uh, Berkeley Bowl because they cut us a deal. But yeah. like we always had those until we, we finally got the Impossible Burger. Because if you're eating them every day, you might as well have a fake one in there every now and then. And but before that, we had those awful black bean Costco burgers oh, oh God, that are just yeah. like I've like why are, why does anyone think feeding these to drunk people is a good idea? There's like I, I barf <laughs> when I eat one sober. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are tough. I feel like the beans will do a good job of sticking to the inner lining of your stomach, though. So maybe they're a little better. <laughs> and that's, that's the real goal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> trying to keep it down. But uh, no, wait. So wait, before we go any further, Boone, because I know I know it's been a bit, but like, Boone, are you are you still vegetarian? Are you vegan, vegan these now. days? I've, just, okay. I've been I've been vegan for uh, almost three years now. But yeah, vegetarian for like 18 at this point. Um, OK. okay. So I haven't had meat in like 18 years. But yeah, I've been not this most strict vegan, but vegan for three years. You don't want to be an extremist, you know? No. no. <laughs> you know, sometimes you're just like, darn, I ate, I had an egg, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. In there. Exactly. And especially with like traveling or like being, they, I, it sucks being in a situation. I never want to be the person who's like making someone else's life mm-hmm. more difficult because of my like food choices. It's not an allergy. It's not, you know, yeah. So I I always avoid like causing other people grief because yeah. I don't want to eat me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those, those folks are fun to be in bands with, I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> was that from Aztec Tribe Cholo's experience? No, no, there was a I'm not gonna tell stories about that. It's way too specific. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I myself was a pain in the ass because I tried for years to be vegetarian at least, and I did it, but like I would cheat all the time because fried chicken is amazing, and my mom makes really good fried chicken. So like, what am I like? I'm gonna die someday. Like I can't not have that experience. Um, but yeah, I was always sometimes a pain in the ass too, like getting grilled cheese sandwiches at McDonald's and shit. <laughs> Just complete asshole behavior. <laughs> I mean, that's a perfectly reasonable offering that they should have. Just like yeah. a bun and a slice of cheese. If anything, they're saving money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, this was exactly what I was expecting it to be. Mm-hmm. It's Boone. You've had all. You've tried almost all of Gardein's stuff at this point, probably. Yeah, I've tried. I've tried most of them. They are. It's it's hard to find a real. They did these turkey cutlets with gravy for a little while. They may still do it. I think that's the only thing by Gardein that I've that I can give a solid thumbs up to. Oh really? Yeah. The rest you're just like, I got I got to make it to six. There's always you know? something better. I don't like whatever <laughs> you're looking for. Maybe not mini crab cakes. That's not a as popular an offering. But like their nuggets. I mean, Morning Star has been in the game for a hundred years, and they still have like the best fake chicken nuggets yeah I agree. Um, oh yeah 
impossible oh, yeah. is like you know you're you're not going to get a better burger than like impossible or if you like beyond a specific flavor but there's just nothing that and i also i think the most popular thing gardein does is their chicken and i think that their chicken is pretty rough <laughs> i i could i agree we've I, I i it's like there's like no more of the we usually like to get chicken nuggets sometimes and sometimes like oh let's get the fake ones because we don't need to eat a bunch of fucking processed chicken bits let's eat some Egg process. We don't know what the fuck. Glutinous, glutinous orbs. But uh, yeah, Gardein is like, no, don't get those fucking things anymore. They're gross. Like, just like. <laughs> Let's all give a round of jazz hands to the Gardein crab cakes. Can we also address the glove Boone has on right now? That <laughs> that rules. This is my grabbing deep fried shit glove. My wife and I, my wife, uh, my wife, the week before Christmas, we went to a resort uh, around Cancun and it was like this hippie wellness yoga shaman kind of resort and all the food was vegan and they did like vegan sushi. They did uh, all sorts of vegan Mexican foods like, you know carnitas with you know quotes Jackfruit, um, made of like mushrooms or like what have you it was all really good i would say the sushi was probably the one thing that was like not bad but it was like hmm this is a little strange like they had some things that had like a really unique umami flavor that was like yeah you don't find that in normal sushi unless you have something like uni or like you know which is sea you can row. get, especially with Mexican food, you can get really far with just mushrooms like are the, amazing, man. Yeah, no, mushrooms, no. jackfruit. There's so many vegetables that just like with right spices. I mean, you get like Mexican food, I think really uh, works well. But it's it's this, the vegan smoked salmon. So I'm I'm looking on the back. It has, uh, how do you say that? Is that cone jack? Cone, cone jack? Cone well, jack? well, here. Conjac. How about how about you Conjac? intro this uh, this fine thing we're having here? Yes. <laughs> Next into the studio, we have Sophie's Kitchen brand vegan smoked salmon, soy free, gluten free, one hundred percent meat and seafood free, and it's kosher. Everything we're trying tonight is kosher. Ah, Yep. The vegan we're... smoked salmon is open fired, wood smoked, and ready to eat. Apparently, how it pairs I great with that. fresh brewed coffee. Oh my god, man! This this is so so. It, it's oh, it's not as common that we take photos of like what it is that we're we take photos of the packaging. This is when we're like this. There has to be a photo taken of what this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This well, is, so why the it looks jack? like a sponge? Yeah, that's the thing. Is <laughs> I think that there's like a pasta, like I think the miracle noodle or like zero pasta. There's like some that you'll see like in the refrigerated section at the store. They ha- they'll have like these noodles that are like very low calorie because they're made out of this right cone jack whatever and it's like the worst texture ever what does that smell like to you guys it smells like over smoked jerky that my like like that you that your like drunk uncle makes and he tries to give to you but he left it in there too long because he was drunk oh man oh no no Mm -mm. yeah that's that's pretty gross it doesn't taste like food it just tastes like a texture <laughs> like i i feel like i'm eating drywall 
like that. No, it's like a Tempur-Pedic mattress. Like you took a yeah. thin slice <laughs> yeah. of it, you smoked it, and you got it nice and soggy. Oh, uh, you, you know those cone. You know those. Uh, the, the, they're like the 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 cushion or like the foam pads where it's like they're spiky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Egg so carton. A friend of yeah, egg carton. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. A friend of mine had one of those on their mattress, like under a comforter, so it, like made their bed extra squishy because they felt like this is the, you know you go with what works. Yeah. And they had to get a new one because they were changing the mattress one time. It had been in there so long that all of the foam had just turned into like oh. this splat, and it was it <laughs> just lost all of its you know snapback. And it's like was like the exact texture <laughs> and feel that this has. I think Ooh. I think the uh, the parent company uh, of this brand is Alpo, is my guess. <laughs> Sounds like a dog food company. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> it is. I mean, oh, Gar- from Gardein, we're we're also this is also a very oh cool hey, episode. this is uh, from Sebastopol. What, well, hold on a second. Imported this, to imported? Sebastopol, maybe it's product of Taiwan. Oh, is yeah, it? this Mind is the product it. of oh, Taiwan. For Sophie's Kitchen, yeah. Gar- Gardein is from Canada, so we're getting really pitbull up in here, you know, Mister Worldwide. Either way, your taste buds will do somersaults. No. no. Yeah, I want. I want to read this copy and and. Yeah, this Sophie's mission seems to be a little misleading. Then, if this is made in Taiwan, oh, <laughs> Sophie, maybe who knows? Maybe Sophie is in Taiwan as well. Yeah. Let, let me read this copy and see if you guys agree. It's delicate, smoky, and pretty darn perfect. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I disagree. I'd like to talk to your manager, Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she is uh, the manager. Yeah. This is also one of those things where I feel like we try a lot of things on the show and we're just like, that's weird. Okay. Like, whatever. That's fine. That's passable. This is something where I was served this. I'd be like, this is offensive to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is that level of like, Sean, you've told me this plenty of times, especially like I feel like years ago when you were like actually trying to be like more vegetarian vegan, where you're just like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, oh, well, do you enjoy tofurkey? And you're just like, no, like, fuck it. If I'm going to have if I'm going to go turkey, I'll have real turkey. The fake shit mm-hmm. sucks. Like, yeah, why bother? I finally found like I remember I finally found a brand that I liked mm-hmm. of like meat, like, like, you know, like sandwich meat. And it was like 12 bucks a box for like. 10 slices <laughs> and I was just like go to hell <laughs> I'm gonna make my own seitan fuck it yeah I mean that's also kind of the thing that again I feel like if you're buying all of this pre-made vegan stuff a lot of it's pricey yeah well and- a lot of it's pricey and a lot of it's not good there are really good vegan treats I've had vegan donuts that would knock your socks off you know yeah. like mm-hmm. there are good vegan treats and savory treats and like and food you know so it's just like this thing is supposed to scratch an itch that just we don't have the technology to scratch yet. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, uh, like I was saying, I've had sort of imitation fish that was better than this, but this is clearly just like some mass-produced piece of shit. <laughs> I've like no experience with um with vegan fish substitutes. Is not the- a good entry. It's one of the weird. weird things I had in Mexico was it was like a slice of watermelon that was dried. So it wasn't like jerky quite, but it was still like thicker and a bit chewier than than raw watermelon. I've it was interesting. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's, it's, yeah. Better um, than this. 
Yeah. I just tried it with a, uh, I have this slice of like sourdough toast. I, I put it on there and that uh, definitely improved things. Hmm. I mean, I, I think, wonder, I think there's going to be a theme with everything we're trying tonight is that right. on its own, it's all nasty. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like, I wonder if you had it like as the, uh, the box shows here, like with a, like full everything bagel with the cream cheese, with the herbs, capers and all that. Like if it was just like the smokiness of it, maybe with the rest of it, maybe it might not be so offensive. Okay. Yeah. Also, I maybe like a smoky flavor, but this, yeah. everything besides the smoky part of the flavor is pretty God awful. Mm-hmm. What What is on the box does not look what is in like the inside of the boxes. <laughs> like- yeah. This is, this, this is like the, this is like the, the real, like a uh, best of the best they got on this one here. Yeah, like, and what's inside look, looks like a kid's toy, like fake food that would yeah. be <laughs> in a, a kid's kitchen, kitchen you get from IKEA or something. Yeah, there's definitely something where it'd be like, "What the hell that liberal school send you back home with, son?" <laughs> <laughs> that's that's this shit. This is like, oh, that is such a bummer. Like, it's a drag, man. I I'm, I'm, I don't, <laughs> I don't even want. I'm all sick of looking at it. I want to go home. <laughs> we are all home. Yeah, I know. Well, no, no, no. We're in Ohio right now. Look, look, yeah, we're home in Ohio at the Jason Mraz studio. Yeah, okay. This, I mean. We we live here, you know. This is this, you know, this audience. Like, well, we're staying in Jason Mraz's guest house. It's a yurt that's behind the theater. Keeps all the spare hats. Yeah. yeah. I mean his beanies or hat closet. His, his ukulele tuning studio. <laughs> Best before February 24th, 2024. What was the Gardein? July 3rd, 2023. Okay. Yeah, that's, it's, this, okay. so, so again, a common thing of the grocery outlet, Boone, is that we, te- we tend to find stuff where we're just like, oh, this expires tomorrow. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I think it's a testament to how unappetizing it is that it has such a long shelf life still, and it, it was yeah. still at the grocery outlet. Do you know, do you know what the uh, grocery outlet model is exactly? Is it just product dump? Like, is it just somewhat, products, somewhat like, yeah. so there's some products that or... there's some products that they source normally. And it's just like always there, your staples, uh, a lot of the booze that they have, it's like, pretty much retail price but then they have this whole system where i believe they buy up lots from regular grocery stores like your sprouts your whole foods costco maybe and they lot from walmart a lot from walmart too oh, and sure. then the individual franchisees will bid on the lots and then stock their stores with these like excess items or because I'll say, as a vegan, I have found some real hitters at Grocery Outlet. Mm-hmm. There's been like a yeah. few I remember I went in once and they had Impossible Burger. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like bricks of it for like two bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two bucks. And it was buy three, get one free. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> so you got like 12 of them is what you're so saying? I <laughs> my fucking freezer. Like the whole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's frozen. Like it's I'm, I'm sure that was a, it. I'm sure it was a supply chain issue where they were just ramping up before the pandemic. Like they were really popular. Like they had it at the Missouri Lounge, for instance. Yeah, yeah, we had, uh, it's, it was and then like now. restaurants shut down and they yeah. had all this production and they're like, what are we going to do with all this burger meat? And uh, tried selling it in some in regular grocery stores, but Geo's yeah, grocery outlet. Yeah, they, they have some good vegan stuff. Yeah. Every once in a while. That's a. I think we. I, that's also we've we've hypothesized that that is why like they are so hit or miss 
yeah with like you go to one and like man this is the worst like it's like when we call them the used food store you know <laughs> and, and like and the gross out but then you go to another like there's that there's like i can't remember we went to one where it was like this is a really nice grocery store with some really rad shit in it that's like not groceries like yeah. camp gear and stuff like it's <laughs> it's still the grocery outlet but it's like way more better stocked more better like better prices on stuff i don't know like you just it's every they're all hit or miss that's yeah the, they that had willets yeah, I think so. I think it was the Willis one was pretty R- killer. Roner Roner Parks grocery outlet is the best one I've been to. It's like, but it's that it's that same level, Sean. Where you're just like, what? Like camping uh-huh. gear, huh? Like, okay, like <laughs> furniture. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm amazed. The one that I have here in Burbank is like, um, there's like supplement, like health food section is like oh, yeah. outstanding. Oh, like yeah. it's mm-hmm. really good. Like all of the all of the you know health food. Not like I buy any of it but it's like uh, like bee pollen and like all the like root extracts of like so much shit chaga cordyceps chaga, lion's yeah. mane <laughs> that was my joe rogan yeah, yeah ghee, you can find <laughs> ghee. you can hella find ghee there i know i've, I've almost bought ghee, yeah uh, how much uh god what not um collagen like i think I've, yeah. I, I've i've seen more collagen at the grocery outlet than i have seen in any other retail space in my life like, which really says something you can't give that shit away fast enough man I, yeah it's like it's like they're like we'll give it to you for free and it's like i'm good like <laughs> nobody wants to buy my melted chicken bones what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> dump it all at grocery outlet i won't say who the brand is but yeah boone we've uh We've hit up plenty of brands in the past. Be like, hey, can we get your stuff on the show? And a lot of brands, like, they hook us up with stuff. But, like, one brand in particular, we were like, hey, we saw your stuff at the grocery outlet. We got this one. Can we get some other flavors to, like, kind of round it out? And, like, we emailed them. And the response back to us was like, oh, really? Our stuff's at the grocery outlet? Like, dot, dot, dot. And it was like, that was the response. And it was just like, (laughs) oh, man, they're bummed. Their shit's at the grocery outlet. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> I didn't know we kicked that door open. <laughs> I didn't reply yeah. to that email. <laughs> I let you know what that was just like. Yeah, I let you know that what, one Pete, hang. Pete, Pete, here's your sign. All That's right, just uh... response. <laughs> Let's move on to the third and final item from. Gwyneth Paltrow's delicious buffet. This is Caviart brand black seaweed pearls, caviar style, imported from Denmark, certified vegan. So Boone's I ordered from Cost Plus World Market because I could have it shipped to his house. I wouldn't have to go to the post office and and mail it myself. And go to food uh, court. And go Disqualified! To food court. And I've definitely seen this brand at Cost Plus before, but I think it was like regular caviar so i think or i don't know oh, maybe really? maybe these are like straight up always vegan caviar producers but it's the stuff uh, we so have is vegan so it's funny is last night um was the, the the new bar i work at they had the holiday party for the staff and they took us to this really fucking nice restaurant in san francisco called the progress and uh one of the like and it was like one of those things like a family style meal where they just brought out courses for us and the opener was like a clouded mushroom with caviar. So I actually had real caviar last night. <laughs> so I'll know what the difference is. This this company, Season Brand, they definitely make everything fish related. <laughs> yeah. This is just their uh their 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 they're dipping into the uh 
the seaweed market. Cool. I just have, like every time I bring it up to my mouth, I smell it, and my instinct <laughs> is to not eat it because it's not. Like, oh. oh, that's this is the worst smelling one yet. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't even smell fishy. It just smells like a bodily smell. You know, <laughs> Boone, you look like you're being held hostage right now. <laughs> I feel like I'm being held hostage. Ooh. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh, ooh! It almost has like a licorice aftertaste. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like seaweed and licorice. Oh man. <laughs> okay, you, you know it's some on a Ritz. I'm gonna try compare, this. Compare, contrast, Sean. The, wow, um, caviar. Yeah, that was um. A the aftertaste like a... is better than the initial taste. That's oh yeah, it's sure. got a dope aftertaste. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait. You eat Just it and breathe into my mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. oh man, it doesn't really taste like caviar at all. No, it has a similar texture, but caviar kind of like they're like little balloons, like little water balloons. They sort of burst when you mm-hmm. chew them. This is just like I don't know, kind of mealy. It, it, it reminds me of the like when you get like sushi with uh, the small salmon row on it, not mm-hmm. the big ones. Tobiko. Yeah, Tobiko. Yeah. Um, that it has it gets that texture of having like a bunch of edible sand in your mouth yeah but the the flavor of like the super salty seaweedy plus licorice i'm not into like it's Mm. funky man man so this i i had i had to check a few things i'm on their website and there's all this stuff about sustainability you know oh they do all these things they you know everything's wild caught and blah 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 and then i'm at the heavy art section of their website like caviar only better caviar black seaweed pearls are the perfect vegan replacement in any caviar dish this award-winning product mimics traditional black uh capelin caviar eggs Kaplan, minus, yeah. yeah Kaplan caviar eggs minus the allergens cruelty and luxury price tag Dude, you're the one making the shit. You're the one farming the shit. <laughs> I know you just had this whole blurb about sustainability, but like cruelty, like you're killing shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. You gotta love that kind of bald face hypocrisy. Oh, that's but hey, hilarious. this is rich in a variety of micronutrients. Okay. <laughs> oh, thank God. Hey, this also won't discolor food and can be served hot or cold. Mm. Wow, we've with the. Oof. I can only imagine how this tastes warm. You can buy this on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, another sign of quality. Oh so, my! So Boone, we we did have an entire episode centered around seaweed-based foods, and I would say across the board, it like fucking it slapped. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. No yeah. shit. Did you? All right. Did it, what? What were the? We had Aku, was it Aku brand uh, burgers? Akua. Akua. H-K-U-A, yeah. Yeah. Um, Those were pretty good. It was kind of like... Was that the kelp kelp burger? Yeah, it's a kelp burger. Um, I've seen that in the store. It it has... Super good. It tastes kind of like ground beef mixed with uh, like refried beans. It has that kind of beany gumminess that you get with some... uh, veggie burgers but not too much it wasn't like you know uh, the cheap black bean burger that we were making fun of earlier we also had those uh 12 what is it 12 tides Mm -hmm. like they're like chicharrones essentially made of seaweed like seaweed puffs oh yeah um they were pretty good 
and I like have no memory of this super light <laughs> so you could just like you could kill a whole bag and not feel like you know you ate a whole bag of uh pork rinds um, i like ugh. the the little sea- roasted seaweed sheets mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah i'll i'll go crazy on like a wasabi one of those yeah like, wasabi oh, yeah. ones just yeah. be sitting there like crying and nose running <laughs> <laughs> it's so good i'll open another one yeah and then the last one was um god what was the name of the brand it was like seaweed pickles it was the bull the bull whip kelp barnacle barnacle, barnacle foods. foods that's right yeah barnacle. so they cut the the bull whip kelp it's like a big tube they cut cross sections so it's like little rings and they made like pickles out of them what yeah and then they had all these other things like an everything bagel seasoning with like seaweed in it sort of like a furikake mixed with you know everything bagel seasoning it, it was yeah. all really good the hot sauce was really good it was like a yeah. seaweed based hot sauce yeah I, I crushed that we got hooked up on that episode like half half the shit we didn't like they they sent it to us and that was that that was that was one of our jesus that was, this was released a year ago damn <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, but that it was, is that, really it is it is super funny to me that it does kind of like it, it not every time but everything we we usually the stuff we end up buying is not good but we get sent stuff that is good so it's like it kind of works itself out this one on paper like if i was just looking at the ingredients i would think that i would like this much more than i do i do like really salty things so i i like that it's super salty but what i I get maybe it's just the texture thing that really ruins the whole thing but i just put it on a cracker and i put a little bit of my tartar sauce on top of it as well and it was like oh yeah this tastes normal (laughs) <laughs> like tartar sauce, you mean like mayo with pickles in it or like relish, right? Yeah. Okay. That that's kind of a weird combo, to be honest. I, I no, I mean, I'm, I, this is not an everyday, you know, yeah. eat snack. You know, <laughs> yeah, my, my my mayonnaise crackers and caviar, baby. Yeah, <laughs> you, you need a little creme fraiche or something for the caviar. Carlin, here's my question: How much sure. was this? Do you remember? Oh God, like, it was cheap. Like sub two bucks. Uh Maybe I think it was like one ninety nine for for a jar. It was more expensive to get it for Boone at that's much retail than price. I would have expected, but again, this is like discounted grocery outlet price. I have yeah. seen the actual Kaplan row at grocery outlet, and it's still pretty cheap. Like Kaplan is not a fancy fish row. It's not like sturgeon or anything. I, I mean, okay, let me let me put it this way. I feel like a lot of people who like you know they're like, oh, I'm gonna go become a vegan or a vegetarian. They're like, for it's like health reasons or like a you know a, a conscious decision or, or whatever i don't feel like a lot like the people who are going from like i'm going to go from being a normal meat eater meat and fish eater to a vegan we're fucking crushing caviar weekly <laughs> <laughs> like the one you know, thing i missed like about that was eating. the one thing that was holding them back yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know not bacon caviar yeah some 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 fucking weird libertarian like vegan bruce wayne it's just like (laughs) you know what i miss the most caviar i miss i I can shit the champagne's fine but i wish we had some caviar to go with it i really want to shit on poor people tonight before i beat them up so what what i I need i need fake caviar make it for me it's just yeah it's the same mentality mentality that's like oracle or to be caviar <laughs> oh my god! Get it from grocery outlet. Don't get it from Cost Plus. <laughs> Try to save a buck here. I feel like the Joker would trick Batman with like, "Oh, you left some caviar out for me. 
oh man, it's Cappy Art. Be like, gotcha. It's just, <laughs> yeah. Woo! yeah, that's a that's a bold move to have. Like, here's a link to. Uh, hey, you feeling guilty? <laughs> you should. <laughs> <laughs> Why not one of each? Uh, we're not. We're not God. You have to rule yourself. It's a very philosophical company when it comes to the caviar. So I completely forgot I'm supposed to be interviewing Boone. We got so carried away with with the generous gift that Gwyneth bestowed upon us. I have one major question. You seem to be typecast into a lot of military or paramilitary law enforcement roles. How did this begin? Uh, how did it begin? I guess uh, because in in like with casting, a lot of it is prerequisites just based on your previous work. So like if you've mm-hmm. played military before, it makes it easier to play military again. It makes it easier for casting to like know that you uh, work well in that like character space. And so I think that cops, military, and it all kind of fits in the same, same general area. I think the first thing that I played was uh, a show called Scorpion. I think that was the first one where I was, I was just like some like mercenary or soldier, uh, which was the first time I'd ever like used a gun in my life was on set, which was a, terrible because i look like such a fucking idiot because number one i'm (laughs) tall so like it gives away my lack of techniques so much more quickly because right the way that that i hold it it was like a a a fully automatic rifle but the way that i was holding i didn't i didn't know to like you know keep my elbow in and like keep it tight in Mm -hmm. so i was it was really just looked so goofy but they had some military advisors on set that helped me like learn how to do it properly Mm -hmm. and immediately like literally right after shooting i went to uh to a gun range just to like get like comfortable with it because i was like scared they were it was a a shoot where we were like taking fire and firing so and they do these things where they shoot like paintballs that have like um reactive metals in them so that they can shoot paintballs at you and they'll like make sparks but like one guy got hit in the eye with one of them and like had to be like they had to like bring in medics and stop the shoot. And we were doing Jesus. like it was it was a fucking mess. And I, me having never shot a gun before was just like terrified the whole time that I was going to screw something up. So, yeah, as soon as I wrapped, I went to a gun range it was just like I'm going to buy a bunch of bullets, use a bunch of different guns and just get comfortable and not feel like terrified while I'm doing this. Right. And that, that was a huge huge benefit because i uh like like you said i played so many military roles now and so many cops and it helps so much to get on set and just like actually know how to hold a gun yeah uh, to some extent anyway yeah, but, you don't uh, have to like spend spend mind time on like okay remember remember it's like no just just do it you know yeah. like <laughs> then you're not like the tall guy with holding it you're gonna stand out and yeah that's fucking funny man yeah but a big part of it is that i think just because i am tall and I mean, tall white guy means that yeah. like you can play a cop and the fact that cops are a part of so many stories now, especially since like Black Lives Matters and like, like there's a lot of stories being told that are like really talking about law enforcement and, you know, their, their role in society. So it's like, I've, I've been seeing a lot of those roles, but, uh, but yeah, just being tall is guys giving me. <laughs> like a lot of roles i think where it's just like it helps when you're trying to cast someone who's an asshole and you want them to be intimidating you want them to like represent some sort of um power dynamic there 
like yeah. height just helps a huge amount. Yeah, and yeah, there's the that. stereotype of Hollywood actors being shorter than average, and you're yeah. taller than average, so you can yeah. you can cut a more imposing figure just because you are bigger. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, well, exactly. well, Boone, I feel like particularly like you being tall. I saw some like promo stills for they them, and I was like, yeah. God, that guy. And I literally was like, man, that guy in the back is really tall. And I was like wait that's fucking Boone. Uh, <laughs> i was like no and i like i like i was like imdb and i'm like oh oh okay but like i for uh, for like i literally was like did i go to high school with that guy i did go to high school with that guy <laughs> do, you, do you consider it a, a blessing or a curse that that you're typecast this way because would you otherwise oh, not blessing. get a lot no, of work yeah 100 yeah. yeah there's uh without having something to like make you castable it's like it, it's not like it disallows me from these other roles. It's not like, oh, because yeah. I'm cast as the cop, I won't be cast as like, you know, the heartthrob or whatever. It's like, right. yeah. no, I'm not booking those roles. So it's like, thank God there's. Yeah. I mean, as Piers roles. Morgan said, you have the sex appeal yeah. <laughs> for the ladies, and he knows not the, the men, just for the ladies. I mean, certainly not for Piers, which thing. I think what he was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, not for me, you see. I'm a red-blooded American male. <laughs> oh, but yeah, man. it's definitely it's definitely a blessing to uh, it it definitely helps to to have that as something that you can be uh typecast as. I mean, ca- typecast as anything unless it's something that you find really offensive. And for me, like a lot of the roles are very offensive, but I still think that they're important stories to tell. Like the running mm-hmm. joke with my parents is anytime that I do book something they they always ask like is it is it racist is it homophobic or is it just an asshole oh. uh, because it's always one or the other or a combination of them uh right. like yeah it's for some reason i'm just really castable as an asshole but <laughs> like i said i think that's important it's an important part of many stories to like totally portray that and there's a lot of actors you that need- i that i like to play assholes and they kind of made me realize that that was a that was an okay thing for me to do that's right yeah <laughs> so you gotta, there's got to be good bad guys you know there's got to yeah. be good fucking people got to be good at that too and that's fucking cool man yeah exactly. well that, that also seems like a theme in hollywood of like the guys who play bad guys are like the sweetest people in real life and then a lot of the guys who play the protagonists are often like really arrogant and just like <laughs> unpleasant to be around in, in real life well yeah. or um who I I just found this guy, but uh, Carlin, this is the guy that you and I have always been like, oh, that dude's in it. It's like a uh, Kevin Rankin. He was on Breaking Bad, and he looks like oh, the devil. Like, yeah, he looks like J J W Hughes from Eagles of Death Metal. Yeah, he's always playing like a white supremacist, like yeah. like a domestic terrorist or or something like that. And he's just like again a gingery, you know, white guy. Just has an imposing like he always he has, has a mustache. Like, that yeah. imposing mustache, and it's just like all right and it's like oh you're playing another white supremacist or another redneck guy and it's like it's, well. it's funny to hear like your your take on it boom because like it's you think like it's got to become exhausting to be that like all they ever wanted me to pretend to be is the nazi you yeah. know and so <laughs> well, but then you're and like sometimes actually, it is especially yeah. in like procedural tv it's like it's hard when you're just stepping into like be this two-dimensional like day in day out yeah, yeah. Where, where it's just like we just need someone who is an asshole to the lead and then like we can move on from it yeah and sometimes it doesn't really feel like you know you're really getting to do very much or get or get to offer very much to a story uh Mm -hmm. 
but yeah, some sometimes I think that it's like a very important part of the story. But yeah, it's a, it's a mix of both for sure. I wouldn't say that everything. I've I mean I've very very few roles that I've gotten to do have been like actually um, like I've I've gotten to feel like I'm getting to tell a story with my uh, story for the character rather than just helping support a story right with the character right character with a name. Right, character with her name. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, I, Henchman like, Three, not Henchman Three. Yeah, <laughs> like your character in Black Adam, like got some good screen time. You were in probably in one of my favorite scenes of the movie, the standoff. You know the, yeah. you know, good, bad, and the ugly. Uh, when yeah. you said you were like doing good, bad, and the uglies, I thought you meant like I think there's a band that goes by that name, and I was like, were you like rocking out to some music with him? I don't get it, and uh, then I was like, <laughs> oh, I get it now. Yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah, again, you're like mercenary, checkpoint mercenary number two on the yeah. call sheet. Yeah, um, but, but I mean, with that, it's hard. Like for now, I'm I'm starting, uh, I'm, I'm working on another film next week where you start shooting. And um, it's like, it was a situation where when I auditioned this, the script wasn't finished and they didn't have, like for my role, it didn't have a name. And so- mm-hmm once you like what if you know what isn't what that character entails you can kind of just ask for a a name once they want to book you which is what happened with this but with black adam because they're so secretive i had no idea what the role was they like auditioning they gave like fake sides so i didn't know what what i was actually going to be doing they never sent a script out the first time that i actually knew what was happening was being on set with the director where he like just like took out his iPad and started showing me like previs and like showing me what the scenes were and what was happening. That was the first time I even know what it was. So it was like, there's no way you could ask for them to make a concession for you. And you have no idea what the hell you're playing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But with a film like that, I was like happy to go in and just do like, you know, if I was just a dude in the background, like waving or saying, you know, two lines, I would have been happy. So I was really yeah. pleased that it ended up being more, but I yeah really had no idea, not even until it came out. Cause especially, Especially with a movie of that scale, it's like you could be cut at any point, you know. Right. Oh yeah. And you, you, you like you'll do like a bunch of work and you get cut out too. Like yeah. right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, like yeah. when you showed back up in it, I was like, I was like, oh dude, he's back. Hell yeah! But like, <laughs> <laughs> no, and and I, I was watching it with somebody else, and I was like, dude, that's Boone. And they were like, wait, what? And like, oh, that is Boone. Like what? Yeah. Like oh, like we, I had, had to re- I had to rewind it to get back because I, I I blinked and missed it when the first you know, the first scene you're in yeah so I was like where and they're like he's like in the first ten minutes where the hell is he and then I was like man this movie I'm really hungover right now this movie's confusing <laughs> the shit out of me and then and then you show up and I'm like oh there he is and then like Carl was like yeah man he's in the first like five ten minutes of the movie I was like not fucking rewind and there's like HBO so it takes like ten minutes to rewind it <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, I really, I dug, I liked that you got the big like showdown and I liked that it was like a little Indiana yeah. Jones nod too. Like you got like, what are you guys going to do? You know, <laughs> but it was, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was super fun to shoot. It really was. And it was, it was cool to see that. I mean, they kept pretty much everything that I did in. Dude, which, that's killer. Again, with like a, with a film that big, it's like, you kind of expect to lose at least half of it. It's like, there's no way they're going to keep the whole thing intact, but they, they really did. I think I told you, Carlin, like one of the lines where that they had me come in and do ADR afterwards, like we're recording some of the lines yeah. and they had added in a line. And because I still hadn't seen a script, like I'd finished filming, still hadn't <laughs> seen a script. I had no idea what the line was talking about. Is asking <laughs> like, so Oh I yeah. Had to, like talk to the, the director there and be like, so is it, am I, the, the line was, uh, where's the crown? 
And I was like, is it an actual crown? Are they looking for an actual crown? Or is it like, <laughs> am I like goofing on her? Like, you know, like I, you should yeah. be wearing a Where's crown. Where's the crown? crown? Yeah. Like, right, I don't yeah, know yeah. why. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really funny with ADR, they'll, they'll, um, while they're editing, they'll have people who can record the, uh, the audio before, um, the actual actor comes in to record it just so they have something to hear while they're doing the editing. And the guy who did it did this read on it that was like, where's the crown? Like that, like this like really big, like super villain thing. And it was it was my first time uh, hearing like a, a, a reference track like that. And um, so that's another thing I had to ask about. I was like, is this what we're going for? Or like, right. <laughs> Is that what we like? Is it like the booming voice of God? That's what you yeah. want me to pull out? Okay. You're like, I can go I have, Bruce Valanche for you if you want. I, I, have, mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> I have one story about um, ADR that uh, is not my story, but I really love it. And I won't say who told it to me, but he was working on a Bob Hoskins movie, like a restoration of a Bob Hoskins movie. And Bob Hoskins died like years ago. And they had to, they were remixing it and doing all this stuff. And then they got to a part where they found like, we have to, we have to ADR a Bob Hoskins line to make it fit into the new mix because if not it just drowns out and it's like if he's still in there we just can't boost it and so they had to like draw straws to take turns who could do the best bob hoskin like and my buddy like buddy one he did it so he's in the movie doing bob Hoskins. he's like i'll never get oh, any credit for it i'll never get any regular but just just knowing that like hey i got to work on the movie is cool enough and then that, that little like easter egg is in there with him doing his butt so i'd always like buy him a beer i'm like do the voice for me. <laughs> it's a pretty good Bob Hoskins. Nice. And it was it was like two words too, like oh Roy or something like yeah. some <laughs> like nonsense like that. Well, at the end of every session, I like to ask a series of questions, uh, originally from the French journalist Bernard Pivot. Uh, a simple one-word response is sufficient, Boom. Are you ready? I'm ready. Keep forgetting. They really don't look like that. <laughs> Am I looking at James Lipton or James Toback? I can't tell. <laughs> what is your favorite word? Thunderous. What is your least favorite word? Guardine. <laughs> Which character from the Lord of the Rings is your spirit animal? Sam. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Art. What turns you off? Cavi. Art. <laughs> out the park which member of the k-pop group bts is your spirit animal uh the main guy <laughs> not the one on the left <laughs> the, the guy who... got drafted uh... yeah. <laughs> they got drafted yeah. <laughs> what? The one oh into the military yeah, oh no. The, that band is currently on hiatus because one of the guys <laughs> got drafted into the the whatever like the mandatory Korean military service. Yeah, yeah. the drafted right. one. Well, I'm, I'm glad. So happy that someone had some BTS knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Can't tell you the guy's name. Can't tell you his name. 
I'm I'm glad they're not completely exempt. I'm glad there's there's some accountability there. What is your favorite curse word? Fuck. What sound or noise do you love? Laughter. What sound or noise do you hate? Uh, yelling. Kiss, Mary, kill. Margot Robbie. <laughs> Anna de Armas. Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Was it oh, kiss? Kiss, Mary, kill. What? Uh, the gambler's lawyer is waving to me off stage. Hold on. She's she's mouthing the word no. <laughs> I I think she wants us to skip this question. Okay, I'm skipping. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Uh programming. What profession would you not like to do? Gutter cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> is that slang for something <laughs> if heaven exists could god microwave a burrito so hot even he couldn't eat it <laughs> if heaven exists yes <laughs> ah but isn't he omnipotent and shouldn't he be able to eat anything uh does heaven exist yes it's a place on Earth. In that case, then yeah, he's has that hmm. ability. Hmm. Seems like a contradiction to me. Hmm. Then how could he be all powerful? Exactly. <laughs> anyway, that that's all that I have. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> the levels of weirdness we find ways to achieve <laughs> on this fucking podcast never ceases to amaze me. <laughs> You know, we had a very special guest, someone who we've all grown up with, and I just wanted to bring my A game. So yeah, I appreciate it, man. <laughs> it's uh, this has been fun. <laughs> thank you, thank you for joining us, Boone. Uh, is there anything you would like to plug at this moment? Any projects you're working on, or anything that's releasing shortly besides Black Adam, which you can find on HBO Max? Yeah, uh, Devotion on Paramount Plus, Black Adam on HBO Max. They slash them on Peacock. And uh, what's the name of your uh, your business? Intrepid Tapes. Intrepid, Intrepid Tapes. Tapes.com. So if you're a if you're a working actor out there and you need a and you're tired are... of it, <laughs> go to intrepidtapes.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for inside the Gambler Studio. Until next time, gamble on. <laughs>